Hey, welcome, Carm Capriato with the Remarkable Results Radio, episode 467. Are you ready to talk franchising? Yep, I said franchising. Now meet a California shop owner who is ready to build his franchise. Listen to his strategy, his reasons, and how he sees this model helping service professional entrepreneurs. I'm looking for people with good attitude, aptitude, and ethics, and who are willing to be coached. Welcome, aftermarketers, to Remarkable Results Radio. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Hey, hi, friends. Carm Capriato here, the Aftermarket Podcast Guy. You know, Remarkable Results Radio is very proud to partner with Napa Auto Care and the 2020 Napa Expo. Now, join Napa, including suppliers, industry experts, and your peers in Las Vegas, April 6th through 9th, 2020. It's where you'll discover the latest news and industry information. I'll be there. Hope to see you. Contact your Napa store for the details and how to enroll. In the business of the aftermarket, succession can be seen and learned from all angles. Now, remember why you're here. We are bringing the voices, insights, and ideas that are helping to shape the future of the aftermarket. Now, I'm on a crusade, you know, to get this podcast to as many aftermarket professionals as I can, and your help would be appreciated. Please forward my newsletter or share this episode from your listening app. Not hard to do. Now, I know your colleagues will see undisputed value in these conversations and stories that will help shape their success, and I believe so much that they'll thank you. Now meet Servando Orozco, CEO and founder of Orozco's Auto Service, a four-store operation based out of Long Beach, California. Franchising is nothing new to business or even in the aftermarket. But listen to Servando explain his passion for his franchise model and the value he is offering. Servando shares his goals on his franchise model, how it can help a struggling shop owner, and also create a pathway for succession for ready-to-retire shop owners. Find the talking points in Servando's bio at remarkableresults.biz slash E467. Have you ever thought about doing what you love and have your franchisor guide you with systems, training, and marketing? Hmm, interesting. Then listen intently. This concept may be a big part of our future. Hey, a warm welcome to Servando Orozco. Hey, did I say that in Spanish right? Yeah, sounds right. Servando Orozco. Oh, I love it. From Orozco's Auto Service, three locations, Long Beach, California. Good to have you here, man. A uh, pleasure to be here, Carm. So you're in partners with your wife. That's got to be pretty tough. I know. That's a tough deal. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been married? 21 years. Uh, and you've been in business for 20, am I right? Something like yes, that? Yes, ah. that's right. So she's not only been your life partner, she's been your business partner for that long. Yes. And also she took over a year ago. To, she became the GM, and she did an amazing job. So that you could go out and do some other things, right? Yeah. And that's what we're here to talk about. Servando is going to be in the franchising business, and, and that's why you're here. I find it so fascinating that you um, you have the kind of business model that you know other people can fit into and enjoy and invest in. It's a process we started like two years ago. And finally, we got the clear out from the state of California to have the license. California, just they love to have laws on top of laws on top of laws. Can you imagine when you hire lawyers and you hire another lawyer to watch those lawyers? Really? <laughs> yes. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh my God. Well, okay, uh, if that's how it works in California, you got up and over the hurdles in creating a franchise disclosure doc disclosure document. Is that what it's called? FPV, yes, franchise disclosure document. Was that really tough to create? Yes, because in the beginning you had to put a lot of things in place in your mind how it's going to be laid down. When you create an FPV, it's a, a public document. We cannot talk about anything else if it's not in that document. When we see a prospect, everything we promise, everything we talk to them has to be in that document. It's kind of a, a disclosure of how you want the business to run, what they pay you, what you expect of them. Yes, expectations, royalties, marketing systems, not exclusive systems, but regulations. I love the concept. Uh, you're going full steam ahead. You obviously had to spend a lot of money to get to the position you're in. Yes. How do you go about marketing, uh, you know, an automotive service franchise? I mean, we think of Meineke, we think of Midas. H how do you do it? You know, I look and after them what they do and how they do it and try to be better, you know, copy what they're doing right. And what I find out is we call the lower hang fruit is the shop owners, people in the automotive service industry. But my franchise is a little different. I really want to focus and help people to own their business, like techni technicians, service advisors, managers, and also shop owners who are in struggle and trouble. Because the more I you know, visit shops, I find out almost everybody be in trouble. For them, it's not a, a business, it's a job. Servando, what are you discovering? What is the big area of their struggle? They not realize that our industry has changed already. It's completely changed than was 10 years, 20 years ago. And they still want to do business the same way it was before. The more I see is like automotive service industry has basically two personalities, the technician, the sales, and who run the show. The problem I find out is one person do everything. Bingo. So if you're in control and you're the centerpiece and you're trying to make every decision, turn every wrench, close every deal, owners today have not been a good leader that delegates. And what I see is the franchise industry or the franchise world is to the owner to think, to live in the future, you know, not work on the, in the business. When the, when the owner is turn wrenches, do diagnostics, make sales, and run the shop, you don't have time to see what's around him. You don't have time to see the community. You don't have time to planning the marketing. You don't have time to developing people. You don't have time to do marketing in different areas. And you don't have time to bring technology to the, to the business. So... It sounds to me like you say to the industry, hey, I got a better mousetrap. I'm going to help you with marketing. I'm going to help you with all of these things because that's what the franchise model does. Yes. We very unique the way we once helped them to do marketing more than another topic. It's not marketing, but how they can duplicate what I have done and you know how we can put for them, share our system, our operation menu, how we can coach them to understand the numbers, the business size. Because my goal is to bring a, a prospect, a investor, a manager, service advisor, and succeed because my success depends on their success. I want a guy to 
own multiple stores, not only one. And we have everything in place. We the only franchise is safe to say this had the support for Napa. Napa give us the blessing, the proof to any franchise we open, automatically become a Napa Care Center. And that's a big support because they will help them with painting the building, exterior signage. That's a big deal to be able to leverage the brand of Napa. Something you said a little earlier, Servando, was very interesting to me, and that is there's a lot of service advisors and technicians out there that would love to own their own business, and they may not know the pathway to get there or want to take the big next step. And I think what what I heard you say is, hey, we can be your solution, this franchise. You're right. You know, the service advisors, the technicians, everybody, everybody dream. Everybody has hopes to become a business owner. But for some reason, it's not in their reach. It's not possible for them because every day, everything is more difficult. You wait to have the money to have the knowledge of the skills is not going to happen. Totally agree with you. The challenge, uh, the uphill fight is pretty uh, is pretty steep. And uh, the other thing you're saying is, you know, hey, my boss can do it, so I can do it, and then they get into business, and then we have just another marginal competitor in there that's racing to the bottom, lower labor rates. There's There's not enough thought going in there because I don't have enough cars, and I've got to learn to compete in my marketplace. So let me go in and lowball everybody so that I can get, and it just, that it just churns. And we just have many of the issues we currently have in the industry. And I think what I, I'm hearing you say is let's start up on a high note. You're going to explain, these are the margins we have to have. This is the labor we have to have. This is the marketing we need to have. So no one is learning as they go each and every day. Oh, this didn't work. I got to try that. They go to the well, they go to Servando, and they go to the franchise model, and here's how it runs. In my mind, the success of a new franchisee, it could take only a year, year and a half to get there instead of a five-year struggle. Yeah, that's what I, I said before. I'm looking for people with good attitude, aptitude, and ethics, and who are willing to be coached. That is so smart. Willing to be coached. Yeah, with the motto, yes. I'm looking for someone who can listen, who can do their job. It's that simple. I did everything else. I put everything else in place. Have you started to market this? Have you found any people? What's in the top of the sales funnel here for you? I'm looking for companies who do marketing for the other competitors. Okay. But what I find out is most of the data they created, they own it. And that's the top part. I had to start creating my own data. But what I do right now is I have a developer who's looking for franchise prospects. I do social media. But the main thing, the most important thing is people, people. Just go and knock the doors and looking for those shops who we think need help. You're not just looking for people that are willing to, like a service advisor or a technician who wants to start from scratch. You're saying, hey, uh, an ongoing businessman who says, listen, what I'm doing currently isn't working. I need structure. I need discipline. I need a coach. I'm ready to buy in. Uh, show me the way. Yes, that's exactly what we do. We visit shops. We have like 40 plus prospects. But what we find out was makes sense. Most of people don't have money. And that's part of the problem. 
Hey, it's Carm here to tell you about the best shop management solution for your auto care center, Trax Enterprise. Now, since Napa introduced Trax in 1989, it's been the industry's leading shop management system out there. Today, Trax Enterprise offers even more of the features auto care center owners want. Things like a powerful interactive scheduling calendar, faster and streamlined workflow, multi-shop capabilities, easy pay consumer financing integration, and more. That means you can count on Trax Enterprise to help drive your success today and well into the future. The tabbed interface lets you open and view multiple estimates, ROs, invoices, and purchase orders all at the same time. You can even place windows side-by-side, over or under, or drag a tab from another application outside Tracks to open another window. One auto care center owner said he loves being able to have 10 to 12 work orders open at once. Enterprise also offers a Microsoft Outlook-type calendar, so you can view daily, weekly, and monthly schedules, drag-and-drop appointments between days and times, and block time to indicate length of work. Punch-out to Mitchell Pro Demand is another huge benefit. It provides embedded labor, part, maintenance, and fluid capacities that can be transferred to estimates and repair orders within Tracks. Tracks Enterprise also streamlines parts ordering. Just one click, and it's done. The mobile capture app sold another auto care owner on Trax Enterprise. He said there's no reason to write VINs by hand anymore. You can decode the VIN from a mobile device and send all the information directly to Trax. There are reporting features too. For example, with just a couple of clicks, you can find out how many repair orders you've written in a month. Talk to your Napa Auto Parts store and find out more about what Trax Enterprise can do for you, plus the hundreds of other great things the auto care program has to offer. And not only do they need money for the franchise, they need money just for cash flow, just to yes. keep them strong. So you're, are you looking at that extremely carefully? Yes, because to me, you know, I see a, a lot of, it's easier with somebody already born out and he, you're not going to change that person because he's doing the same thing for the last 20 years. I'd rather buy him out and pass this business to one of my employees or somebody else who is in the same industry. Because for that person, Really what he's waiting for, somebody who can bail him out, out of the lease, because he don't know what to do. He's losing money every week, every month. If I bring a, a new blood who can run the place and he can carry the note to be the bank for that person, the other person can get the business with no money, with little money, and he has mo- monthly payments for the next two, three, four, five years, and it's a win-win. You're still going to franchise that? Oh, yeah. That person will be under my umbrella. So you're really looking for people that have the same values as you. Knowing how you operate, and I I know a little bit about your business, you have a fabulous business with a strong double-digit net operating income. I know you're a part-time elite coach. I don't know if I mentioned that. So obviously the the, the whole ethics, you know, the trust, the relationship side of what you're doing is, is one of the most important things you could do in our business today. Two people came with the money. Even my developer said, Servando, you say no to $35,000 check? I say, yeah, because they don't have the values, the principles we have. And that to me is most important than anything because their success is my success. If they're not coachable, if they not follow the rules, I can't afford that. And you could tell that in a meeting or two? Oh, yeah. The way they treat employees. Always, you know, the past history can describe the person. To me, only need to go a couple hours and talk to the employees and see how they run the business. I can tell a lot. 
and they let you they let you come in and and hang around and because they they want into your franchise and so you've got to be very discerning to be sure that you can't you can't bring on anyone who's not going to represent you well if we are going to marry for 20 years it's better make sure with our check Got it. Oh, that's, that's interesting if we're going to be married for 20 years. So do they have to be involved in the community? Do you think community involvement's important? That's why probably my top of the list. I want they to be involved in the community. That's why I only ask for 2% for marketing. Other people ask for eight, six, seven. I only ask for two. They have to put 3% back on their communities. How important is that? Wow. Oh, that's priceless. You know, community is, is like everything else. Whatever you put it in is what you get it out. So your business model says, you give me two for marketing and I'm going to market for you, but uh, 3% needs to go in to sponsoring uh, programs inside your community and all that you do for Toys for Tots and Little League and, and, and battered women's shelters and all that stuff. Fundraisers. My books will be open. I will be very open when I put you 2% back in your in your business. But I want you also to put 3% in any place, any whatever you wish to do. It, but it has to be done. So you said you studied franchises. Um, what makes yours different than the ones you've studied again? I mean, is it is it all of this, you know, this people side, this culture? Is that what you think the difference is? Yes. It's culture, it's principles, it's values. And that's why we have to select people with good attitude, aptitude, ethics, because, you know, in the world franchise, most of the big companies, they rely on the name, not on the people, not on the principles. I want to make sure our message is very clear and we select the people we bring as a partners. Uh, and we're different because we believe our success depends on their success. I want to make sure they understand the part. Makes a lot of sense. Um, do you see that there's there could be, in this model, an owner who is looking for a succession plan? He knows he's got um, a, um, a couple of really great people inside the company that could take it over, but he just can't seem to put a deal together. He doesn't know where to start. And would this franchising opportunity be perfect for that situation? One perfect example, similar happened like a month ago. The downsized employee, he don't want to take responsibilities. The owner willing to pass the business through him under our franchise. That way, the owner, he knew, he know, he know me for, for a long time. Like by being my program and my umbrella, he secured his business because the employee can pay him in the next five years. He helped the employee to own the business and he got paid. But the employee is saying, no, you know, I talked to my wife and I don't want any commitments. And he only wants to do it through the employee. If, if he's not his employee, he wants to sell it out. But the deal is still on, on place. If I f found an investor who can take it, his place would be perfect. His business is a model business. He's doing so well. Those business are not good for me. I'm looking for the ones who need help. Because somebody who's doing a million and a half and the cash flow is there is a secure business. They don't need my help. Well, they don't need your help, but, but maybe you need another branch that is so, it's, it's a no-brainer to, to take on. But the owner willing to sell it to his employee if I can be in place because he wants to make sure. Didn't you tell me the employee doesn't want it? 
Yeah, the employee doesn't want it. Well, uh, because he's he's afraid, or he's he doesn't want to he doesn't want to stop selling or turning wrenches and and really you know be a CEO, and so he's afraid of something. The owner. Yes. But why wouldn't that be a perfect acquisition for you? Well, the seller he only willing to do that for his employee. He wants to sell it, but he willing to carry a note only for his employee. Ah. I get it. And it would be a, a high multiple, obviously, if he's making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. He's perfect. It's a, a model business. What is he going to ask for? Do you think a three multiple in, in a case like that? He won uh, $700,000 for the business. It's high. The most that business can worry is three hundred, probably. Most of the time, the sellers, the shop owners, they're not realistic with the, the price. And the last thing I want to do is, you know, disagree with them. I had to let them prove to me what is in the list, why they came up with this price. And then down the road, after they start to swallow the information, say, rule of thumb is most business when run by himself without the owner can work three times the profits. If the profits is not there or they part of the business, the price change. Would you do me a favor and come back on as you've got yourself, you know, a bunch of franchisees and let's talk about the the evolution of this incredible program? I, you know, I'd love to follow up on, on your success. The franchise world to me is like how I can help people to own the business. But the key to me, the key factor is always my goal on the past was to open 10 locations. And the only reason I was not able to do it is because people. It's hard to find the right employees. If they own a franchise, if they own the business, I don't have to motivate them. They're not my employees. It's their business. They can work in seven days. They can work in 12 hours a day. It's in their dime. Yeah, but if you own 10 on your own and you paid the manager there as if he was an owner, you know, at the level of an owner, would that not work for you? It's still an employee. And you cannot bring them to be part of your corporation. They can be part of the profits. And you know business, sometimes it's go up and down, up and down. And the moment it goes little down, they get panic. Especially we pay by performance. We guarantee some salaries from the real money coming, the results. I find it fascinating, and, and, I, and I wish you all the luck in the world, and we have to have you back and, and, and do some follow-up on this. Um, any final words on the whole franchising concept? It's a model business to help people to get where, you want, where they want to be, because what I find out on the shops is everybody has two business, the one they have and the one they want to have, and that's the hardest thing. You know, how I can help them to get to the point. Because most shops with three employees, I don't know, it's like a, a rule. They doing $40,000, $50,000, $30,000 a month. And their production is really low. Yeah, it's tough to make any money. Yeah. And, and one thing I apply in my franchise model and my business is the five commitments. It's profit, production, average per order, and car count and happy customers. How you can focus on all those five things. And everything else would be easy. And that's why they need assistance in place, operations, guidance, support. And the owner, the idea, the, the perfect world would be the owner not be part of the business. Because if I sell your franchise and you still have to work and you have to be there, I mean, you don't have a business. You have a stressful job. 
And that's what most people have. Amen. That's what we continue to find out in this industry. Servando Orozco from Orozco's Auto Service, Long Beach, California, and his incredible franchise opportunity. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time... 